Pat and JC, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. I'm going to pay close attention to us talking about centrists because we might start, have to start saving to move to a new house because I have a bird <gasps> update here. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I maybe have older, oversold it. It's not that big of a deal. But maybe. <laughs> but. <laughs> but but you also know, and, and we're going to have to get in this into this if, if this is the case, if you're selling it and it's haunted, mm-hmm. it has a, it maybe it has a curse on it, you're going to have to disclose that. Yeah. Just saying. Dang it. Just saying. But speaking of Centrist Federal Credit Union, what they're talking about this month is just a reminder of the many, many ways that they have that they can help you save uh, save a little bit of money, whether it's monthly, whether it's long term, whether it's short term, you're looking for just some ways to put some money aside uh, painlessly as possible. One of them is their club account. And it's a real simple deal where you can put some money in and you say, OK, I'm going to promise to put this money in for this amount of time. And they say, OK, then we promise to give you this much money back at the end of that that term uh, up to 12 months. And it automatically goes into your savings or checking. So out of sight, out of mind. You know you're going to get this amount back. You can't screw it up <laughs> by taking money out. <laughs> and then you know you're going to get money at the end of the term. You know how much you're going to get. All those Great details. Your savings, right? Seriously. All, all those details on centrusfcu.org. Or if you don't like the internet, you can call them at 402-334-7000. Or you uh, can just drive in. Or whatever. Just say, hey, hi. Just, hey, girl, hey. Um, so <laughs> last night, sitting on the deck again. And this is what was sitting on the water, the gutter, the entire time we were there, the mother blackbird, starling, whatever. Yes. Squawk, 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 squawk over. We were there for maybe 15, 20 minutes and she flew away one time and then came mm-hmm. right back to almost that exact same spot. Squawk, squawk, squawk. It's like, dude, you God, pissed her off. I, we did. I don't know. So, yeah. So, and I'm assuming if something had happened to the baby, she would know that. Right. You would think but she, so. This is in the backyard where you saw the baby was in the front yard. It was in the front yard. Yeah. It doesn't matter where we go. We, we went on a walk last night and she, it's three birds. It's that's the three of them. And she was the only one that sat on the gutter. But when we left, we left, they went from tree to tree for about half a block and then went back, retreated. Like they're like, ha, got those, got those guys out of here. And then we come back. They're probably so glad when they see you go to work every morning. Probably. Yeah. Beth said that. She goes, why do, don't they know that I, that I, we go to work? Like, are they still, are they still chirping all day? Do they know we go to work? I'm like, I don't, I think they probably know oh, we go to work. I think they do. They seem pretty smart. They probably, <laughs> they they probably know where we work, all that stuff. Speaking of, did you happen to see, I sent you that link and I know we didn't attach it to the stupid episode yesterday, did we? Oh, no. I'm that, gonna, I'll go back. Inky Dragon. It. I'll go back. Did you get a chance to check that out? I haven't yet. No, huh? Did you this, say that bird is amazing. I'm not kidding you. This, this speaking of birds, I had a bird a long time ago. Oh, there we go. I'm watching it out. Yeah. That's cool. And, and he has a little, the little, fe- and he goes through these like ex- vocal exercises every morning and she talks to him for a minute and then he goes through, he just like runs the entire, uh, his, his entire catalog <laughs> of songs, <laughs> but he, he barks like a, he, it sounds like he's barking like a dog. It sounds like, I mean, he, he mimics every sound he hears, but you, in, he has no lips. It's so weird to hear the sounds coming out yeah, of his mouth. Yeah, that is weird. Um, but he makes all, and sometimes it's actual words that he heard somebody say in their voice. Um, just, yeah. That's weird. Just freaky. And and see, and that's so funny too, because that just made me think of something else. Um, speaking of words in their voice, we got AI now, and now it's like, you know, no big deal that's happening to everybody. I saw another one of those stories about somebody who was scammed or they attempted to, well, it was a mom who got a phone call 
from somebody who claimed to have their daughter and another one had the voice that was just on yesterday Jeez. and um had the girl's voice and had her crying and uh begging her mom to please send them the money um and then another one there was two actually there was the other one was a a, a grandparent that was called and they were told and they could hear their grandchild right in the background. I think it was a son this time, but any, regardless what they were asking her to do is they were saying that if you want to swap places with them, we'll release them. Whoa. That's what they were asking the grandparent to do. And so fortunately the grandparent called the authorities um, and they were able to track down the grandchild who was fine. Nobody, th this wow, is another scary. one of those scams. It really is. It yeah. really is. Um, it, it can't, because then on the other side of it, you had um, Paul McCartney. Yeah, Paul McCartney was on, because they were talking about a, so a, a song that they had finished something, because John Lennon, they used John Lennon's voice, but they used AI to do it. That's all. That's all. It's kind of like voice. what 15, 20 years ago when holograms started coming out when you could, you know, Michael Jackson on stage as a hologram. It was like, oh, my gosh, that's incredible. He lives on. And now this is just one more element of that. Yeah, it really is. And it's just that the, the, the public has access to it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? As opposed to the holograms, not so much. You weren't going to have your neighbor throwing a hologram in your bedroom. That'd be super weird. <laughs> that would be super weird. <laughs> but here you could have your neighbor calling you. <laughs> And pretending that it's somebody else calling, you well, know, it's like the public has access to it. I was talking so to it is our IT smarter than crazy. everything guy, Brandon, up here yeah. the other day. And he said that at the pace we're going, it's like in the next five years, we'll have the ability to, like Paul McCartney, singing forever, having yeah. someone in your life for as long as you are around. Like you could have your... Well, we talked about this, Pat, on the podcast. We were talking about this, about that people can literally have messages from their mm -hmm. their families, that they can literally restore them, especially if they have any kind of voicemail, if they have any, yeah. anything like that, uh, from people that have already passed. Well, if you want, no, hundred percent. And it's so, it's so, conversations. it's so amazing. And that, well, and what, he, what we were talking about specifically was that they're really close to being a, I think Elon Musk might even be behind part of this is, um, being able to tap into your brain and download basically all of your memories, all your experiences, all everything. So then your AI bot or whatever, not only, your voice can live on forever, but your experiences, your advice, like your kids in 20 years, 50 years can ask you advice and you could give the, your AI bot will give advice based on its experiences that you, ex it's, which it's is basically crazy. just book on tape. Crazy. <laughs> I mean, basically it's just book on tape. It really is. I mean, it's yeah. just like somebody writing a book with all their stuff and instead it's them in them reading the book in their voice. It really is. I mean, if you dumb it down, that's yeah. basically what it is. So it's not as scary to somebody because that sounds, that sounds. But like you could ask, like, imagine like if you could ask, your, yeah. you could t say the most random things, have the most random mundane conversations with your dad 50 years from now. And, you know, my mom 100 years from whatever, you know, and it, you, know. the conversation would be, it would be just like you're having a conversation. Like it wouldn't, I don't know, it's but, weird. But they won't be progressing. Right. It's it's like, I don't know. I yeah. don't know if I like that or not. I'm not sure about that because I get it knowing what they knew in the moment but they won't have any experiences past that point. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so they're, I don't know. I don't know. There are some things I don't think we're supposed to jack with. Then, and then we could say, so we could finally find out all the naughty things that our moms and dads did that well, they won't tell us about. Like, what did you do? Tell us a real story. Ordered pizza when you're in bed. Right. That's the worst.
<laughs> uh, back to the bird thing real quick. How, how yeah. freaked out do you think the, the first person that heard a parrot talk was? Right. Like who, who, you would never think that you could train a bird to talk until one time one talks and they're like, um, wait, what? Did you you have, I wonder. I wonder what they first what they first heard them mimicking. Were they mimicking the people, or did they hear a lion roar and mimic a lion? And maybe the parrot. Either way, either way, it's weird. <laughs> I don't care if a if a if a bird was well, mimicking a dog and a bird barked. You'd be like, wait, what? yeah. There's there's a ton of questions you can throw out there like that because that that goes right down the line of who's the first person that ate a chicken egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how did you figure that one out? And who thought that was a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> Right. I mean, God bless you. Thank God. I, I do. That's God bless you because I love eggs. But you got to think, how did we start? Or decided to drink cow's milk. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, I think we know how that started. I hope not. <laughs> Is that a TV show? I don't know. Yeah. On Discovery or not Discovery, TLC. Something, the crazy addiction. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> uh-huh. Now it's not so shocking anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Crazy how times have changed. Um, I do have a story for you, um, and it has to do with one of your housewives. Ooh. Um, let me find it here real quick. So apparently, Scotty Pippen's ex, Larsa, mm-hmm. is dating Michael Jordan's son. Isn't that crazy? I know. I've, that's and they nuts. have that podcast out where they discuss love, life, sex, and 16-year age gaps. Hmm. I'm like, I don't, she is crazy annoying to me. Her voice, the way she taught, just, I could never listen to a podcast with her. (laughs) Even when she was on Hollywood Raw a couple of years ago, it's like, it was a long episode. And every time she would talk, I don't know what it is about her, her, the cadence. She just sounds like she doesn't know what she's talking about. I don't know. I couldn't do it. Well, now, hasn't she, did she, it, has she dated both of his sons? Um, oh, I don't know about that. Somebody had said that she's she's dated both of Michael Jordan's sons now. She, well, I, she dated and, Michael B. Jordan for a while, and now she's dating Michael Jordan's son. She just loves that name combination, Michael and maybe, Jordan. Maybe I don't know, but what is it, Marcus and what's the other one? Is it is it Michael? Um, is the other son? I'll Google it. I'm not sure. Um, I'm trying to find real quick here to see if I can find the name Michael Jordan's sons, and I've I put in Larsa and nothing. Marcus came and out. Jeffrey. No. Jeffrey, Michael, and okay, and Marcus. <clears throat> That'd be smart. He goes by Michael, right? I mean, I would. <laughs> but Marcus, I think it's Marcus is the one she's with now. Is that right? Yes, she's with Marcus now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody was somebody was commenting. Somebody in the comments, boom, ba doop, boop, um, and it says the real the real reason Scotty hates Michael. Um, and here, yeah, somebody says so. Larsa slept with two of MJ's sons, and I'm like, mm, nobody's. Mm. Maybe that's what he was confused about. It yeah, it must have been. Yeah. Um, and then it says, so that's why Scotty's been talking smack about Michael Jordan all the time. And then the funniest one to me <laughs> is they gave her a new name, Larsa. They, instead of Larsa Pippen, it's Thotty Pippen. Thotty. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> T-H-O-T-T-Y, Thotty. Yeah. T-T-I-E. They went- <laughs> oh, yeah. I-E. If we're, yeah, true. If we're, if we're going to stick to the real name. Right. Right. Scotty Thotty. That's Thotty. funny. Thotty Pippen. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, she's. So I just annoying. thought you'd probably have something to say about that. So. She's so annoying, yeah. and she, at least according to what they show on the show, and I'm pretty sure it's accurate about her OnlyFans and how much money she makes on her OnlyFans. Like she'll stop 
when they're filming and she's like, okay, I have to upload my f- feet or foot pick of the week or the day. And she'll just go to a, a place that's like well lit or whatever and just take five or six pictures of her feet and her assistant will upload them to her um, OnlyFans. And, that's you know, crazy. she's making, according bank. to like, oh, bank, like sixteen, seventeen thousand $17,000 a day or, or a week or something like that. Maybe not a day. It was, I think, a week. It was crazy money. That's just, I don't, and nobody, well, I guess people know it's her feet. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why they like her feet. Yeah. I'm sure there are some anonymous feet out there that do well too, but. Probably. But you usually have to have a, fa- a face with the feet. <laughs> it's like having a picture of somebody and not their autograph, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you, you got to be able to val- validate. Right. You, you have to have <laughs> authenticity on your foot. Uh, yes, the authenticity. Authenticity. <laughs> All right. So there's that one. I want to take a second to thank some other OG friends and supporters of our podcast, Kugler Vision. Kugler Vision Center, honestly, they were the first ones that were supporters and partners with our podcast. Um, and that was five years ago. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. That is unbelievable, but we certainly are thankful to have them on board. Kugler Vision stands out in the crowd without a doubt. Um, they've just got a world-class team of experts at Kugler Vision, and it keeps growing because people realize if you're going to get any kind of corrective um, procedures done, you want that team behind you, without a doubt. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And you should get online right now and schedule a consultation because you, don't, you need to know going into 2024 kind of where you stand. Maybe you've always been thinking mm-hmm. about getting a procedure, not having to wear glasses or contacts. It's freeing, and it's, it's unbelievable. It is. When you do it, the, one of the first things you're going to think is, why didn't I do this sooner? Mm-hmm. That's going to be it. So invest in a life of clear vision. Possibly it's going to be something that's a gift on your list for maybe a graduate that's coming up this spring to send them off to college with uh, – that great vision going into college would great without glasses or contacts, but the team at Kugler vision can give you all the details and help you get that consultation on the books. So you can find out exactly what your plan is. Call them if you want 402-558-2211 or go on their website, kuglervision.com and schedule that consultation today. And then what else did I have for you? Oh, one other. Okay. Sad story. Treat Williams. You may have heard the story mm-hmm. that recently he died um, in a, a vehicle accident. He was riding his motorcycle. And they just came out with the official version of what happened. So apparently this was in Vermont and he was riding his motorcycle and a car was coming at him on a highway and they turned left in front of him and he hit the car. Um, And so the man that was driving the car has not been charged. He was screened, no evidence of impairment. It was just an accident. And, And they said that really that area is relatively safe, um, not a high crash area. It, it, like there's good vision. There's no reason it should have happened. Yeah. But just incredibly sad that it did. Cause he's just like one of those guys everybody liked. Yeah. Uh, wow. it, and it's, and it's, I don't know. I have very strong feelings about motorcycles anyway. I, I know that people, some people are adrenaline junkies or whatever. To me, it's just that it's just not, the risk is so high. Oh. It's so high. And it's, to me, it's just not worth it, man. I, I don't blame if the people that want to do it. Absolutely. Um, and, and that's great. A friend of mine, her mom recently got in a, mo- a motorcycle accident. She's been riding for a few years and she hurt her legs pretty bad, mm-hmm. pretty badly. And so you heal up a little slower when you get older. Yeah. I'm just going to say um, that definitely slowed her down a little bit, but they'd been really concerned about her riding so much because she would take off on the rides. And, and I get it because it is, it's you know beautiful day just to go ride. 
but that's how I felt about just go ride my horse, <laughs> not riding my motorcycle 75 down the highway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but the wind in your hair, sun on your face. I get it. I get it. But I'm, I'm like you. I feel the same way about motorcycles as I do open water. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and with motorcycles, a, a great huge percentage of the time, it's the other person's that causes the accident. Or, like with this, it, it wasn't he wasn't driving recklessly. He wasn't being stupid. It was somebody else mm-hmm. that didn't see him. And there, I've been at that. I've been that there before, where you are getting ready to pull out onto Harrison a few weeks ago, and I'm looking. I look, and I look in both lanes. I hate, and I first of all, I hate turning into two lanes. And if somebody's in the left lane, it's like I always wait till they go by because I don't. It just makes me nervous. But, I don't. You should, and you should. That's exactly what you should do because they honestly have the right. They could, they could switch lanes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not at an intersection. I mean, it's not an intersection. It's just me getting on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't. And I saw. So, I, looked once and I looked in both lanes. I thought I did. And then I went to pull out and a motorcycle went by in my lane. No, it was right in the morning. Uh, and there was no, I didn't see his light or anything. Either way, I didn't see him. And I was paying attention. I was wide awake. It was scared. It scared the crap out of me. I bet. And him too. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. So yeah, it's not worth it. That's crazy. Um, one last little tidbit for you. Um, had, uh, I was clicked on Hulu this morning early. It was early. It was way too early to be watching this movie, but it's called Murder Yellowstone. <laughs> it came out last year. Weren't you watching another murder show like at 4.30 in the morning when you last week or was it another? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's like all that's on. It, that's like all that's it's too on. early to be watching these shows, but yet here we are. But here I am. <laughs> um, and I've been wanting to watch this and I hadn't turned it on. And I I saw it then on Hulu and I'm like, okay, fine. Let's go ahead and watch this and see what's going on. And just to give you an idea, it's got a really great cast. Richard Dreyfuss is in it. Um, there's Thomas's Jane. I like, I always like the stuff that he's in. Um, there's just, there's a number of familiar faces that are in this and it is set in Montana, Yellowstone city in the mid 1800s gold rush. Right. And anyway, there's a scene early on in the, in the movie where they're at the saloon and I had to laugh in my mind. I was thinking as they were showing the town, there's, there's this lone strangers comes over the hill and he's riding his horse and he looks down the valley and there's the town of Yellowstone. And it's basically, five or six buildings. And as he rides into town, <laughs> like this, this can't be real. As he rides into town, you see a building that says bank and you see a building that says saloon. And you see one that says livery. St- and I'm like, literally they have one that says barn. I mean, it's like, well, they don't, but it's like livery right. stable. It's like kind of obvious that that's the barn. That's the saloon. That's the general store. It You don't really need to put. No, like <laughs> you can kind of get an idea, a vibe of the place. We'll just, Yeah going down the street. I don't know if that was for the viewer's benefit or because <laughs> I just don't imagine that the Cowboys needed it or the settlers. It, yeah, it had to have been yeah, strictly aesthetics for the show. <laughs> but anyway, so he wanders into the saloon. And of course, there are saloon girls. That's why not. And the town had been bust for a while. So everybody was down on their luck. And, and it was, so it's just a dusty, dirty little town. But one of the saloon girls was the girl who played the youngest I believe she was the youngest daughter on the TV show Shameless. The little redhead? Mm-hmm. Yeah. De- Debs. Uh, Debs. Yep. I love that show so much. I did too. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen her. So, of course, look her up. She's only 23. So, so she was on that show when she was like 10 mm-hmm. or earlier yeah, when or it early. started. Yeah. that's. I can't believe how long ago that show started. Because I think it ran for, what, seven years and it's been done for an, like probably about it's the same been- amount. Done for a minute, yeah. But I hadn't, I really haven't seen too many of them. David, what's his name? William H. Macy. 
he got he got <laughs> he got to be in the news when his wife made headlines for cheating to get her kid into college. Yeah, he um, stayed. But he, he stayed uh, quiet on that one, which he probably should have. Wasn't wasn't that the one? Was that one that Ricky Gervais did? He mention her name about not being at that ceremony that time because she was making license plates or something. Oh, probably. I think <laughs> I don't remember who he, I remember the line. I don't remember who he mentioned though. But yeah. I remember who said it. She was only in jail like for two weeks. The guy, the poster child of doesn't have two shits to give. And that's Ricky Gervais. He couldn't care less what he says. And I absolutely love him. I do too. I do too. I don't agree with everything he says, but I got to say it cracks me up because nobody can touch him Mm -hmm. because he doesn't care. He's like, I, I could watch that speech a thousand times that he gave. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. That's it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. All you freaking perverts. I don't care. I know. <laughs> I know I'm never coming back here again. So I, I don't care. I'm going to say what I want to say. <laughs> so anyway, I just thought it was interesting because I really haven't seen too many of those faces in other shows that were on Shameless. And I think a handful of them have done some other things. But um, there was one uh, that lips in that you had mentioned. Uh, Is it called The Bear? The Bear, yeah. Either the bear or just bear. I'm not sure. I haven't seen it, but it I've heard it's really good. The bear. I did pull it up. The bear. And there's and they just started season two uh, about a chef who was like at the top of his game, fine dining. And he has to come back to Chicago to run the family sandwich shop after a death in the family. I, and I always liked his character, too. I always liked mm-hmm. Lip. I, want, I mean, yeah. you're right. Those those. The, the people that play the characters on those shows are so iconic. And you said before we started recording, too, about them maybe being pigeonholed or her being pigeonholed. But I wonder what would be better is to have one iconic role that you are known for the rest of your life and it's made you wildly famous or be an under-the-radar kind of working actor that is in a million shows but nobody really knows your name. You're constantly working. Uh, yeah. And then, like, Treat Williams, for example. Like, I, you, you know, he's been in a lot of things. Um, v- very famous guy. Been in a lot, you know, but not that one big, huge role. Um, but then you have... I, I know this isn't a good uh, comparison, but, like... Um, mm. Who played Fonzie? Henry Winkler. Oh, like Henry Winkler. For, forever, he's the Fonz. You know, forever. Yeah. He could never have done one thing after that, and he'd been the Fonz. Iconic, going to Comic-Cons all the, all the time, but he's he, amazing. That's true, and he did find a way to continue making money at it, which yeah. was the thing. I don't think she can continue to make money being Debs. No, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> but Treat Williams, a lot of people will know him from Everwood, and that was the early 2000s. Ton of movies in the nineties, eighties, hairspray. I think too. Seventies, yes, hairspray. Um, I'm trying. I'm I'm just pulling up some of the shows right now to see what else he was on, and he's been on TV shows. Chicago Fire would be that's fairly recent, um, and tons, just tons of movies. But yeah, I would have a hard time. I, I wouldn't have been able to probably name a movie that mm-hmm. he was in, but I would watch it if he's in it. But yeah, and you know who he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I think I'd go with the be the unknown and be working. Same. Because I think it'd be too hard. It'd be way too hard to stay relevant. And people would think you're trying to just stay relevant versus just working. Just want to work. Just working. Just working. Exactly. So. So, yeah. So I still got to finish watching that now that I've discovered that she's one of the hookers on the show. So. (laughs) Like, okay. All right. Oh, so we go. we'll see where that goes. Yep. So, <laughs> and good morning. Like, well, but I know I know most probably aren't listening to this in the morning, but <laughs> it was like six o'clock. I don't know. Was, <laughs> nothing like nothing like hookers and coffee in the morning. <laughs> what goes good with your coffee? Hookers. Hookers and murder. Hookers and murder. <laughs> That'll be the title of our podcast today, too. Hookers and murder. 
perfect. Um, th thank you guys for listening. Rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. Pat and JT Podcast, a Huda Media Production.